All right, everybody, welcome back to Live and Living Podcast. I'm Allison, in case you're new here, and I'm so glad you found this episode wherever you did. So, yeah, I haven't been around for a while, if you've noticed. I haven't posted since June 8th, but that's because I've been on vacation with my family. We went to Zion National Park in Utah, so that was really nice. We were there for 10 days, and we got back about two weeks ago, but I've been planning episodes, so um, if you're thinking about going to Zion National Park, I totally recommend it, but yeah, things are going way better with this podcast. Um, I'm back on a roll with topics. I decided I'm going to start doing more topical-based things because that was my idea for the podcast when I first thought of it, so yeah, I'm still figuring things out when it comes to podcasting. I just got a new mic in case you um, couldn't hear that the audio is already way better, but yeah, so I'm still figuring things out, but I think things are getting better from here. So today's topic is purpose. So I want to talk about our purpose as Christians and what, why we're even here, because I know we all want purpose. We all try to find purpose in life, and sometimes we just don't feel like we have a purpose so that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna cover all those things today so I've put together a little something we'll see how long this episode runs but it shouldn't be too long so the first thing I want to start off with is that humans desire purpose because I know especially with non-christians or if you're a Christian and you just don't know you know what the meaning of life is that seems to be the big question like what is the meaning of life why are we here are we more than just an explosion in the universe which we know is not true i mean god created us as humans we do want purpose in everything that we do i know an example that comes to my head is when we're in school if you're in high school or middle school or college like if you're in school like me you want purpose in what you're learning. I know a lot of kids are like, what's the purpose of learning fractions or division or factoring polynomials? You know, we want purpose in what we're learning. We want purpose in what we're doing. And most things in this earth do have a purpose. Like even animals have a purpose in the food chain. They're God's creation. Um, Rain has a purpose to do crops, uh, trees, they give us oxygen. Even man-made things have purpose. Like in a car, everything does have a purpose in the engine and all that. (laughs) So yeah, we all want purpose. And thankfully, the Bible gives us an idea of what our purpose is. So I found several Bible verses that tell us about our purpose. And I'm just going to read some of them and then talk about the points I want to make later. So the first one is 1 Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Genesis 1.27 says, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Matthew 5.14-16. You are... You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. 
Matthew 28, 19 through 20 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. 1 Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his very own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. John fifteen sixteen through 17 You did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. Psalms one fifteen one says, Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Psalm one eighteen twenty eight, You are my God and I will give thanks to you. You are my God and I will extol you. So these are just a few verses that I found. I know there are many more, but I hope this gave you a bit of a biblical insight on things. So I know we can just... um make up ideas, but it's always good to be biblically based and have all our, what I'm about to tell you, I just want it to be from the Bible, so you know that is true. So first thing I want to talk about is what our purpose is after we read all these verses and that I talked about how we want purpose. So one of the very first verses in the Bible from this list that I read is Genesis 1 27 and it said so God created human beings in his own image in the image of God he created them male and female he created them so God made us in his own image and we see ever since the garden of Eden we were made to be with God and to live with him and that's why God created Adam and Eve but then because of sin we couldn't be with God anymore and then we see in the Psalms that that it says not to us O lord not to us but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness and then the next other psalm said that you are my god and i'll give thanks to you you are my god and i'll extol you so these psalms i know there are many others but it gives us the insight that we were made to glorify god and to be with god and this is what it was meant to be like in the garden of eden when god created humans and because of sin and we couldn't have that like that's what it will be when jesus comes back with his kingdom and when we live in heaven with eternity with him we'll be with god forever because jesus died on the cross and we'll be able to be saved and be with him and we'll also give glory to god for eternity so that the first part is that we were made to be with God and to give glory to him. That is the ultimate reason why humans were created. But then because of sin and all that, um, we cannot be with God. So Matthew 28, 19 through 20 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So this is Jesus talking to his disciples after he has risen from the dead and he stayed on earth for a little while longer. But now he is about to go back to heaven 
So he is telling his disciples to go spread the gospel and tell others about him because they now are the ones to go tell others about Jesus and the resurrection when it's happened. So Jesus also calls all Christians to do this because it's very important that we want people to be saved so that they can also glorify God and be in heaven with him. And I also wanted to add that um, I used to think, I don't know about you, but I used to think that like our purpose was only to tell others about the gospel and to get people saved. I thought that was the whole meaning of life. And But after we've read these Bible verses as an example, um, I also learned that it's also about glorifying God in everything that we do. Not just spreading the gospel, though spreading the gospel is very important. Our life is also about glorifying God in everything that we do. And that also points to him, that tells other people about him. So the two purposes that I covered today are glorifying God and then spreading the gospel to people. And we all fulfill these purposes differently, which is what I want to talk about next. All right, I just went to go get my Bible, but... The next point I want to make is that God gives us different talents and gifts to use. So in Matthew 25, 14 through 30, there is a parable of the talent. So if you want to flip there with me, I'll read it. So it says, For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. And he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing the five talents more, saying, Master, you have... You delivered to me five talents. Here, I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter to the joy of your master. And he also, who had the two talents, came forward saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here, I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also, who had received the one talent, came forward, saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you know that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scatter no seed? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has will more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In the place, in that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So that was the parable of the talents in Matthew twenty-five, verses fourteen through thirty. And that was a parable about. It's supposed to represent Jesus was the master, and then three servants, which are people in the world that God created. 
And the first, if you see the first two servants, God gave them, he gave one five talents and the other two talents. And they both went out and they made more. They used those talents. Even if they got different different amounts, they both used them. But the third servant did not. So I wanted to make this point that God gives us different talents and gifts that we can use to bring him glory and to spread his word because all people in this world, we are made differently. Like we have people have different gifts and different talents. We have people who are musicians and they write songs or they sing songs. We have artists who make art. We have writers, for example, who are good with words. We have people build things people are good with people communicating people are good at leadership we have a bunch of different things that people have been gifted with and god gave people those gifts so like for example i absolutely love talking with people and being with people but maybe you're more behind the scenes doing things for people instead of face to face and those are all good they're different but they are they can both be used for the glory of god and to spread the gospel to other people so yeah god gave you a gift that you can use to glorify him but it's up to you whether you use it or not as we saw with the last servant in this parable he decided not to use it because he got only one so he buried it inside and didn't share it with others so as well as with gifts and talents i also wanted to mention that god also gives us spiritual gifts if you haven't heard of those they're gifts that you get once you become a christian and you have the holy spirit living inside of you the holy spirit will give you people have different spiritual gifts they may have more than one they're like let's see some of them are teaching mercy faith wisdom discernment there are a lot of other ones but yeah so we use the we can use our spiritual gifts and the other gifts that God has given us to spread his his name throughout the world. I don't know what I was going to say there. But yeah, to glorify him and spread the gospel. So the next thing I want to talk about is about how sometimes we don't think we can be used. But I want to tell you that you can be used by God because sometimes you can look at the world and you might think, wow, it's so big. Like There are seven point something billion people on this earth. Like how can I be used by God? But I want to tell you that you can. So God in the Bible, he often, we can see that he often uses... And he used ordinary people, like people who made mistakes, because everybody messes up. Like, you can never be perfect. But, like, for example, Jesus' 12 disciples, the 12 people were closest to him. Like, some of them were fishermen. One was a tax collector. They were very ordinary. They weren't, like, 12 rabbis or respected teachers. They are people who others look down upon sometimes. And then Joseph in Genesis... He was a 17-year-old boy whose families went whose family went through many hardships and he was thrown into a pit by his brothers. He was hated by his brothers, but God used that and he was in charge of Egypt at one point. And then again in Genesis after that, um, Moses who delivered the Israelites out of Egypt, he once killed an Egyptian that's murder is a sin 
and you know that was a bad thing that he did but God still appeared to him in a burning bush and he still told him to go to Pharaoh to let his people go and he did that's what happened and then also in the New Testament again Peter was one of the disciples that was told to go start the church after Jesus went back up to heaven and he denied Jesus three times before he died so like these people were all very ordinary they messed up because we all mess up so I just want to tell you that you don't have to reach a certain standard to live out your purpose because I know oftentimes we can we think that oh we might need to be perfect or we can compare our journey to other people because you might think wow um i'm not famous or i don't have a big platform or something like how can you know me just helping in my school helping kids in my church getting involved in my church and community like that's nothing compared to people who are like teaching and preaching in churches and on big platforms but you know you don't have to reach that certain standard because even if you see in this parable that we read there's a servant who was given five talents and he went and used those five talents to get more and there was a servant who got two and that was less than five but he didn't say oh no i'm gonna bury them like the third servant he went and used them even though they were less so no matter what gift you have like you have a purpose and it's a good purpose and it's a purpose that will make an impact so you don't have to reach a certain standard to live that out i know i've struggled with that too and then another thing that i know can be a problem is the thought that you're too young to start living for god but i want to remind you of the verse first timothy 4 12 and i know you might have heard this already but it says don't let anyone think less of you because you are young be an example to all believers in what you say in the way you live and your love your faith and your purity so yeah i know it can be something to think that you need to grow up and be older in order to live for god but you don't because the verse says here like no matter if you're young you can be an example to believers in how you live. You can still glorify God no matter what age you are. And I know, me too, I struggled with feelings of being too young just starting this podcast and different opportunities I had in church. I thought, oh, I was too young. You know, I was at the very bottom of the high school age group. And I thought I was too young, but... You know, people reminded me of this verse, and I realized that people of all ages have the feeling of being too young, because even if you think you need to be, like, in your 20s to do something purposeful, like, they'll be people who always older than you. Like, in my church, I know, I thought, wow, you know, I'm not, like, a senior in high school. They're so old, and they have more influence. But then I also learned that it was those people that I looked up to that actually had to think of this verse too because they're struggling with feeling too young so you're never too young there will always be people older than you but um yeah you're you're never going to be too young to be a light for God and show his glory to others and spread the gospel so that's all I have for today. Um, I hope that this episode encouraged you and that you have a better understanding about purpose and how you can live 
for God through showing glory and spreading the gospel to others. So if you like this podcast, please share it with your friends who you think would benefit from it. Um, Subscribe on whatever listening thing you're listening on. And if you're in Apple Podcasts or if you have access to Apple Podcasts, please feel free to write a review because it helps other people find this podcast. So thank you for joining me today on the Live and Living podcast, and I'll talk to you soon.